Hello, and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is Monday, and this is the 18th week after Pentecost. This week we will read through all of the readings that are assigned for the coming weekend. We begin our time of prayer together in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Give glory to God, our light and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving, and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hand are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker, for the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Long ago, God spoke to our ancestors in many and various ways by the prophets, but in these last days God has spoken to us by a son. A reading from Genesis, chapter 32, beginning this morning at verse 22. The same night, Jacob got up and took his two wives, his two maids, and his eleven children, and crossed the ford of the Jabbok. He took them and sent them across the stream, and likewise everything that he had. Jacob was left alone, and a man wrestled with him until daybreak. When the man saw that he did not prevail against Jacob, he struck him in the hip socket, and Jacob's hip was put out of joint as he wrestled with him. Then he said, Let me go, for the day is breaking. But Jacob said, I will not let you go unless you bless me. So he said to him, What is your name? And he said, Jacob. Then the man said, You shall no longer be called Jacob, but Israel, for you have striven with God and with humans and have prevailed. Then Jacob asked him, Please tell me your name. But he said, Why is it that you ask me my name? And there he blessed him. So Jacob called the place Peniel, saying, For I have seen God face to face, and yet my life is preserved. The sun rose upon him as he passed Penuel, limping because of his hip. Therefore to this day the Israelites do not eat the thigh muscle that is on the hip socket, because he struck Jacob on the hip socket at the thigh muscle. The story of Jacob wrestling the angel through the night is one of the most famous stories from the Bible. It is one of those stories that has entered our vocabulary as a way of describing a deep spiritual struggle. Seminarians are taught that their sermon preparation ought to be like wrestling with the text as they prepare throughout the week, uh, persevering to find some blessing at the end. People going through a difficult time or crisis of faith might compare their struggle to this time when Jacob wrestled with the angel all night long. And I wonder, 
what your spiritual struggles have felt like. What kind of words would you use to describe them? Have you ever been in a place where it feels like everything is a struggle and nothing, nothing seems to come easy? Like you're not making it any place, that you are, are stopped in that spot. Or have you ever been in those stages in between, uh, stages in your life, that place that's in between, in a place where your future still felt like something unknown and even dangerous, and then you were seized by this force that wants to, wants to keep you, well, what does it want? What was the purpose of this all-night wrestling match? What did this man, this angel, who sees Jacob on his way back to the promised land want to do to Jacob? There really isn't any way for us to know from this story. But we do know what Jacob wants to gain from this struggle. A blessing. That's what Jacob wants and wishes to gain, it seems, from every conflict and every struggle that he has found himself in his life beginning with his struggle with his twin brother Esau, his struggle with his uncle Laban, and now his struggle with God and God's messenger in the night. A blessing, God's blessing. And what Jacob gains by his persevering through the night is a new name, a name that will become the name of the nation of his descendants, the name Israel. And with a new name, also a blessing a blessing that comes as a kind of a prophetic word and a promise to Israel and his descendants, that this life with God will be a struggle. But in the end, as God's people persevere, as they hold on in faith and in hope of God's blessing, wounded as they might be in the process, as they hold on to the end, that blessing and promise will be theirs by God's grace and will. They will be vindicated in their struggle. We see this struggle, this wrestling, this tenacious faith put on full display in Jesus's life and in the wounds of his death. In his faith, he perseveres and he receives God's blessing and all honor. He is raised from the dead. He emerges victorious from the grave and he wins this battle over the powers of sin and death and takes a seat at God's right hand, giving us the blessings of the peace that he has persevered to obtain. And like Jacob, his body still bears the scars from that wrestling. The story starts us into a week where we will hear God's word encouraging us to persevere and to never give up, not to give up in our prayers, not to give up in our belief and trust in the gospel, not to give up in, uh, in this life of faith and hope that we have as we look and hear the good news of Jesus' death and resurrection for us. It is a word that recognizes very honestly the struggles that our life might bring, a struggle that seeks God's blessing as its final resolution, and a word that promises us blessing, the blessing that has come to us through our Lord Jesus Christ. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. 
through your holy prophets who promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears and to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, and you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare the way, to give God's people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord, who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ, for all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the communion of faith in your church, for the gift of relationships with others. For what else are we thankful Merciful God of might, renew this weary world. Heal the hurts of all of your children, and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land, for those who govern the nations of the world, for people who are working to bring about peace and international harmony, for all those suffering and countries and regions ravaged by strife or warfare or violence, for those who have been in the path of hurricanes and floods and other natural disasters, for all those who are working to bring relief, help people rebuild their lives and comfort them in their uh, time of, of struggle, for all who are striving to save this earth from carelessness and destruction. For what else do we pray? For what else do we ask our God today? We give thanks to you, Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have protected us through the night from all harm and danger. We ask that you would also protect us today from sin and all evil, so that our life and our actions may please you. Into your hands we commend ourselves, our bodies, our souls, and all that is ours. Let your holy angels be with us, so that the wicked foe may have no power over us. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom, and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. <clears throat> and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever. Amen. Go forth into the world to serve God with gladness. Be of good courage. Hold fast to that which is good. Render to no one evil for evil. Strengthen the faint-hearted, support the weak, help the afflicted, and honor all people. Love and serve God, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. 
Thanks be to God.